Presenting Dan and Brave Presents, presented by Brandon and Dave. And Danny. We're in a booth. We're in a booth. It's 1987 and we're in a booth, baby. We're in the arena for the first annual Dandy Awards. We are just minutes away from the long-awaited, highly anticipated, hated, (laughs) sepated, highly attended. (laughs) <laughs> the highly anticipated first award show spotlight on three men and a baby. First ever annual Dandy Awards Spectacular. Three men and a baby. We're covering it. And who were we? We're three men and a baby because the Dandy's is our baby. Yeah. Because we thought of it, right? It's our idea. That's right. That's right. I guess. Yeah. And who are we? We're the Cinnamon Host Bunch. Yes, we are. Yum, 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 yum. And I'm Branny. And I'm Danny. And I'm Davey. And we're the... And he's Danny. (laughs) And Host Bunch. And And we're the Cinnamon Host Bunch. And we... (laughs) And we're in a booth. We just... (laughs) And we're in this booth. We just got done with the whole red carpet extravaganza. And now... We're about to throw it to our presenters, and we have a ton of celebrities here that are going to be announcing the awards. We have some performers for the night. All the awards are going to be given out: best line, best actor, best actress. It's going to be a it's going to be a crazy right. night, a night filled with stars. We've seen a lot of them already tonight, this and evening on the on the red carpet. Yes, <laughs> there were so many nip slips on the red carpet. Yeah. And the paparazzi got all the nips. It was a real Tony extravaganza. (laughs) He's not here tonight, by the way. Oh, I thought I I I saw him. Nope. I think he's in the audience. It was Frank Stallone. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Classic mix up. (laughs) Classic. Classic. And throughout the night, we're going to be cutting back to us in this booth, providing commentary for what's going on. We're going to be speculating on who wins. We're going to get into why should they win. How should they win? A couple other question words. Yeah. Uh, prompts. We'll get into every little detail, and it's almost like time has, has stopped. Yeah, the show. It's almost like time. <laughs> the show will be waiting for us to commentate <laughs> what's going on as it's happening. You know, some would ask, why would you dedicate an entire show to just the movie Three Men and a Baby? And we say, why not? And we're three men. And we want to make a baby. Uh, hopefully next year in 88, we'll make a baby. Yeah, maybe we'll baby... have some 80s babies. Hmm. We still have time. We still have two years left to make 80s babies. Uh, anyway, we're in a booth uh, then, right outside the red yeah. carpet. The red carpet looks redder than ever. I've never seen carpet this red. That's right. I, I mean, in, tell that to actually, my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> After you killed her? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no. I, I looked at the red carpet tonight, uh, uh, and I was filled with some like primal instincts. I was ready to <laughs> draw some blood myself. 
and this booth that this booth is brought to you by the Red Cross. Donate blood. Donate blood. It looks like the carpet. Uh, some people have donated blood already, but it, uh, it only got on the carpet. I don't know. That's right. Whatever. <laughs> it looks like they uh, forgot to bring some uh, containers to carry that blood, and it's poured it all on the carpet. But who cares? There's some so many stars here tonight, and they're a little with a little less blood than they've came in with. But who cares? They're here, and they're gonna shine up the whole place. I think we can dim the lights and just let the stars shine. That's right, and that's it. I hear, I hear the show starting. Wait, so, hold on. Wait, we're in a booth. We're in a booth. It's 1987. And we're live at the Dandies. I don't think Powers Booth is in attendance, though. Don't know who that is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. Let's have our presenters, us, take it away. All right, let's shoot us shoot us on over to the presenters. Take it away. Bye, guys. Have a great show. Break a leg. I really mean it. <laughs> Fuck those guys. <laughs> Are we still on the air? Oh, oh shit. Fuck. We're going to get canceled. <laughs> we got to go. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Dan Brave presents Presented by the boys You're hearing Dan Brave presents More we love than noise The Dandies Welcome to the first annual Dandy Awards. It's 1987, and we're here to honor the films of the year. And tonight, we're focusing expressively... (laughs) I'm sorry. We're we're expressing our thoughts. thoughts. I'm drunk. It's 1987. We have so many stars here. But the biggest box office success of this year was our beloved Three Men and a Baby. Let's give it up. That's who we're uh, focusing on tonight. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there are a lot of young, thirsty actors kicking themselves for turning down roles in the picture. Uh, Newcomer Kevin Spacey was offered the role of Michael, but ultimately he turned it down after learning how much time he'd have to spend with a naked little baby girl. So don't know what that's about. Um, but it's weird that he, you know, specifically said that. Uh, and conversely... Um, yeah, I don't, I don't understand that, considering it's 1987. Yeah. Well, I think it's just like, you know, he's a guy. He's a guy's guy. And, like, how can you relate to a girl? Yeah, yeah you know? he'd, be, he'd probably feel more comfortable with a boy. And yeah. conversely to that, you know, Woody Allen was clamoring to direct this picture based on that same fact. Damn. Um, and finally, in the audience, we have uh, New York, uh, you know, established Democrat Donald Trump. Uh, uh, saying that he um, wanted to be involved with this picture because after seeing the classic poster with Annie Leibovitz with the P on the pants, it got him really excited. So uh, we don't know what that's about either. But um, that's right, you know, we have a lot of great people here. And um, so we're going to bring out our first presenters. We're going to bring out uh, from the film Lethal Weapon, we're going to bring out the stars Mel Gibson, Danny Glover and unassociated friend, Joe Pesci. Hey, hey Danny, it's me, Mel. Hey, what's up, it's Danny Glover. It's good to see you, we had a good time making that movie, didn't we? Yeah, I almost uh, couldn't come tonight because my son Donald's sick. (laughs) I had to 
you know, get get him to the uh, nurse's office. I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing here with you fucking, with you motherfucking guys. Joe, you better calm yourself down because we gotta, we gotta present this award. This award is for best minor character in the picture. You know, I fucking hate these award shows. I love those hosts. That Brandon, that Davey, especially that Danny. Oh my fucking God, he's a laugh riot. I love them guys. I fucking hate award shows. But let's just do it. Let's get it over with. All right, Joe. I think you gotta calm down. Um, all right, all right. Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> uh, no, our first nominee for the award is Edna. Don't forget, if the baby's less than three months old, you gotta sterilize the nipples. Jan Klopatz, the shallow dude. Baby takes very, very much work. Eh? <laughs> all right, I've got a got a lot of experience with. With these, with these types, the, uh, there's also the detective. Hi, I'm Detective Sergeant Melkowitz, narcotics. Officer, you can get down and saddle up now. We also have the minor character of Ted Danson's mom. Cut the crap, Jack. What do you want? And finally, who can forget that nosy neighbor, Mrs. Hathaway? You do realize she did a doodle. <laughs> yes, you did. Would you like me to give you a hand in changing her? Okay. All right, guys. We just heard the nominees for Best Minor Character. I want to say just because they're minor characters doesn't mean they're not heavy hitters. Some of these people only had two or three scenes. Some of them only had one. And I think they all did a great job. I just want to say that, first of all. Yeah. And yeah, even though they're minor characters, the winner is ultimately going to be who's majorly important. Yeah. Let's see who gets... Really, you think that's who how the winner is going to go about? You think it's going to be who impacts the story the most, or you think who puts in the best performance? I think it's got to be both. It's got to be a combination of both. Okay. Yeah, I think it's the most impactful, memorable performance. Got, I think you, you got to have it all to win this category. You know, I, I have a feeling that that uh, Ted Danson's mom is not going to is not going to come out on top of this category. Really, I just I'm, I'm feeling that that's not going to be where the voters have gone. The only person, <laughs> okay. In this category that was in more than actually no, there's two. So there's only so okay. <laughs> you, Let's break it down. Jan, the cello dude. One, one scene. scene. One scene. Ted Danson's mom. One, one scene. scene. One scene. Detective, multiple scenes. Multiple scenes. Two. Lady in the store, one scene. scene. The neighbor, multiple scenes. Correct. Two, two, two three. Three, three, I think. Yeah, okay. So take that into account. So let's break down each uh, person here, okay? Yeah. Each nominee. Jan. What do you think about Jan? I think Jan's funny. I think he brings humor to a moment that is, and it's interesting because we see this dynamic with Tom Selleck's character and Rebecca of how they have this open relationship and she's Mm -hmm. just bringing this guy along for the ride. Right. Do you, now I saw some similarities with this cellist character to the, uh, a couple years ago in 84, there was a movie called Ghostbusters and Sigourney Weaver also dates a cellist. Yes. And Bill Murray is present and making fun of this cellist. It, I got a bit of flashbacks of that, but I will say that this character of Jan is more like that other character from Ghostbusters 2. Wasn't he named Jan? Wasn't there a character named Jan? You think Jan from Ghostbusters, the cellist from Ghostbusters, his name is Jan as well? It might be. Who knows? He's the same actor. Oh, I'm is sorry. The same actor? You know what I'm thinking of? Ghostbusters 2, Janusz. Yes, Janusz. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm thinking of. He was of. more yeah, similar yeah. to that. But um, anyway, <laughs> I thought that was kind of interesting, like bringing the guy who clearly, why would this girl go for the cello player over Selleck? She's bringing him in just to, I think, to make t- 
Tom jealous a little bit. She, she, she no, came in. No, I don't think so. No, because he called her as an emergency. As an emergency. Yeah. And but, she just. But they're open with their relationship. Yeah. They're fine. He says you can sleep with whoever you want, but the cello guy. You can sleep with the whole the whole, whole orchestra. She wanted to impress yeah. him a little bit, though, that she's dating somebody like this. You think? I, I do feel that way. Yeah, maybe. Yes, that maybe. she. Yeah, that she. Yeah, he's that like. He's like. He's a, he's a cellist performing in the whatever it was, like mm-hmm. the the New York. I think the orchestra, army, the whatever, army yeah. orchestra, the U.S. Army orchestra. <laughs> um. um yeah, I thought he was. It was I, a, fu- a fun, funny scene. Tom Selleck is very desperate. Like uh, at this point, he needs help uh, taking yeah. care of this baby. And Jan is kind of making fun of this situation. He also doesn't speak excellent like no. English, so no. he doesn't like. He's not. I don't think he has a, like a solid grasp on the situation either. He's just kind no. of laughing at the whole thing, and it's fun. He has a great smile. That's one thing I will say about him. Very foreign smile. It's a very European, non-American smile. Right. Uh, he doesn't say much because, as we said, he's foreign. But. Uh, some of the things he does say is baby take very, very much work. Very take very much, very much work. And he also says this twice, Rebecca, we be late. Ah, huh? we be late. Right. So he kind of has like this urban thing about him. <laughs> we be late. Yeah. It's definitely more <clears throat> urban and less not understanding the English language. You're, you're definitely correct there. Uh, uh, yeah. Selleck makes fun of him at the end. He's like, I hate the cello. Yeah. And, and he, po- and and he, he pokes, pokes his head, head back he out, of the, head out yeah. of the elevator. Yeah. Which um, is, might be an inappropriate reaction. Yeah. His reaction was almost like he didn't hear what Tom Selleck said. Right. I think that is what happened. I think he didn't oh, okay. hear it. But also if he would, if he would have heard it, would he, would, would he have done anything? No. Because no. they're, they're late to his concert. Yeah. Which he should be there earlier anyway. Yeah, he shouldn't be arriving at the same time as Rebecca would be arriving. <laughs> That's also, true. Also true. <laughs> well, yeah, no, he's yeah. a senior cellist, so he can come in whenever he wants he's the, to. Yeah, he's the section leader. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on from him. Yeah. Uh, we, so the neighbor. Let's on, talk about the ten neighbor. Ten minutes on Jan. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 that's, hey. Hey. Hey, listen. Well, he's, a, he's an important minor. <laughs> important minority. Uh, okay. The, <laughs> the, okay, let's talk about the neighbor. Okay. Mrs. Hathaway. Mrs. Hathaway. Okay. So she has quite a sad tale. She wasn't able to have a baby because of Mr. Hathaway's low sperm count. We yeah. do learn that. Yep. So she's a bit of a, a tragic character. A um, tragic case so of it, LSC. In that way, we learn the most, of the minor characters, uh-huh. we arguably learn the most about her background. Right. Yeah. Yes, but we never see Mr. Hathaway. We never see Mr. We Hathaway. See Mr. Yeah. She's not funny, really. She's more of like huh. a, she's more of a plot device, I think. I she- would argue that she's very funny. <laughs> Maybe the funniest character in the whole dang flick. <laughs> you don't think she's funny? No. Really? Okay. I think that she she's kind of used as a plot device to get things moving. She, you know, later on, she when she's... Uh, you don't like this little part at the end? Okay, when she... Okay, so... Sorry, go ahead. No, you... I'll jump in. Because there's three different scenes as she, she's in. She has this female instinct of smell. Yes. And she smelled a doo-doo. Right. Or was, what she call it? A doodle? A doodle, yes. Yeah. yeah. But she also says, if you ever need in the in the future... Right. And then he says, no, thank you. Like, well, I think we'll be okay. He says no specifically about the changing of the diaper. The one thing I don't like about her is that she introduces the term doodle into the movie. The lexicon of the... The and, they keep, and they keep using it. And they only refer to pooping as doodle. And that sucks. Right. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I kinda I'm I'm with you there. Yeah. Yeah. Because it makes sense that she would say it, but right? That they jump on the doodle train. Don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um She also gets she gets tied up. Do we, we talk about that scene? Yeah. But also, do we say it's unrealistic that he would he would reject right. 
Why in would that he moment, not? He should be like, yes, please, like to help me. Because it's like this is the f- within the first like fifteen minutes of them having the right. baby, yeah. and, and he's like, I got out. it under control. But no, you don't. You're very clearly complaining about the fact that you don't have this yeah. under control. They were, yeah. Like they were freaking out immediately. Yeah, Gutenberg is alone at, at this point because Selk is out shopping. Like, yeah. get rid of it. Like, 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 like yeah. g- give Mary to her. Your problems are solved. Movie over. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, it was yeah. a very weird call. He's like, no, he's. It's so. It's very. It's very strange. Yeah. Scene. He's. Like, it's like he's yeah. like ashamed. Like he's like, I got to get her out of here. But like, why? Why are you rushing this woman out of here? Yeah. I don't like, know. keep her around. She's. She wants to help you guys. Yeah. So, it's insane. Okay. Yeah. Um, her second appearance is when she comes in to look after the baby. Right. Because both uh, Gutenberg and Selick have to run they're both busy that day yeah and they're like she comes in like unannounced well, she always does yeah, because they thought they were getting rid of the baby that day that day they thought it, it was over they thought right. that the package you know the mm-hmm. baby is the package they thought right. the package was being picked up it wasn't so now their their plans are all screwed and she comes to save the day for them just unannounced yeah an angel she really is <clears throat> a bit of a guardian angel mm-hmm. she comes in and they're like, oh, are we glad to see you, Mrs. Hathaway? Right, right. Oh, boy. And then eventually she uh, takes care of the baby. And when Selick returns, yeah. the place is all Ransacked. fucked up. Yeah. All kinds of fucked up. And yeah. she's tied up. And I would most, say. Most importantly, Selick's tapes. Yeah. So yeah. All of his tapes. We'll get to that later. Uh, but okay. yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, what I do like about her performance in this sequence is. You know, Selk is looking for the baby because that's more important to him, obviously, the baby, mm-hmm. Mary. But um, once he finds her, they kind of forget about Mrs. Hathaway. And then she goes like this. Uh, Mr. Column, Mr. Mitchell, <laughs> uh, boys, did you forget about me? You know, that type of thing. Right. And I think that's pretty, pretty funny. <laughs> I had a giggle. I like that kind of uh, I like that she's like forgotten, you know. They kind of don't really uh, appreciate her, what they got. They got like a, a, ba- a built-in babysitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, um, yep, that's that's the neighbor. Next we have, we have, and now while the neighbor the first time is upstairs with Gutenberg, we mm-hmm. have Selick in the store getting a baby formula from Edna, who mm-hmm. is the, uh, the helper in the store. Yeah. I think she's actually only works in that aisle. She knows everything about <laughs> she knows baby. everything about baby products. Yeah, she reminds me of the Pine Saw Lady a little bit. Yeah, yes. I was looking up Palm Olive today, and I'm th- I was hold on. Yeah, and I was in the library. Okay, and I was like, what is the commercial Palm Olive? Right, and like I was like, no, it's not Palm Olive no. because it was some other lady. Pine Soul. Pine Thank soul, you so soul. much. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah, reminded yeah. me a lot of the Pine Soul lady. Yeah, very similar vibe. She mm-hmm. knows her stuff. She gives a little a little lip back next to Selk. Not in a mean way, but just mm-hmm. like, you don't know how old your baby is? Like yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. And she's, yeah. But she's very helpful. Right, but at the same time, making Selk panic kind of even more right. with all the options and yeah. like, uh, is your baby allergic to iron? Right, and, right. Yeah, right. It's, it's a great scene. It's, it's an a, important it's, scene. Yeah, it's a good very scene. Very crucial yeah. scene. One thing I like about this is uh, she asks Selk how old her baby is, how old his baby is. And so gestures like the size with his yeah, hands. Very funny. He's like uh, about this old. And then she's like, you don't know how old your baby is. Whatever. I, that was a funny little cute scene. Yeah. Selk does it again. Yep. Then okay. we have a multi nominee, the detective. He's nominated mm-hmm. in two categories tonight. Oh, wow. Uh, so he's he's in this role as the minor character. Mm-hmm. He's he's on the tip about the drugs. He's trying to find what's going on with the drugs. Right. 
Um, did you did you recognize him as an actor? He, he looked really familiar. Something also. about him made me think he was a classic actor, but I not did not right. research yeah, him. I, yeah, I can't pinpoint yeah, it. Sure. It yeah. reminds me of like a, like a Danny Aiello type a little bit. A little bit. Um, kind of reminds me of like a Philip Baker Hall. Like, reminds me of a Jason Robards. He reminds me of like an Eric Roberts. <laughs> yeah, you know, he uh, reminds yeah. me of a, a, a Dragnet, <laughs> a Columbo. <laughs> so anyway. He, a uh, Magnum PI. <laughs> okay. Ooh, all right. Ooh. Um but yeah, I um I don't know. I think he Listen, he takes a sip of water. The thing that I liked about this scene is that he likes the baby. He likes the baby, okay? Yeah. He wants to hold the baby. Uh he's definitely suspicious of Selick and Gutenberg. But that doesn't he can also compartmentalize that and also appreciate the baby appreciate for the baby. what the baby is cuz he thinks it's cute and right. he, he wants to right. be with it. Right. He he's, he can appreciate the baby, but also check the baby's like the lining of it for drinks. Right, for drinks. So he's not would, yeah. fully he's not like a bumbling idiot. Like no. he's he's actually yeah. a very high functioning person. Do you think he's genuinely into the baby, or he's just kind of using that to make them no, feel more no, comfortable I think he's with him? Genuinely into because the baby. later on, scene number two that he's in, okay, which is a lot quicker. <clears throat> he goes, well, now that all this heroin stuff is wrapped up, can I, can hold, I hold the baby? The baby? And they're like, no, no, <laughs> yeah. no way. So he loves the baby, but he really wants to hold the baby. Yeah. And then we have Ted Danson's mom who, um, she comes in because, uh, Ted Danson, after he returns from Turkey, he needs Mm. help with the baby and he's trying to pawn her off on the mother. And she says, no, she says, I'm not going to help you with this because you need to learn it on your own. Yeah. I would. She's happy to have a granddaughter, but she's not, she's not going to help him. It's you. And you learn a little bit about Ted Danson's character here too. Mm -hmm. You learn that he's kind of grown up. He lost his dad. Dad's dead at yes. this point. Okay, and and you <laughs> and you also learn that the dad was a screw up as well. You learn that the dad is a screw up, right? And you learn that he's kind of this um, like spoiled. And you kid, learn that the dad, of, yeah. even though he was a screw up, turned out to be a great father. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple things about her too. I love her gloves. Really love her gloves. <laughs> yeah. She has this like the essence of wealth. About her, her right. mid transatlantic accent. Yeah. So he comes from a, a privileged place, I believe. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. You probably, you, he, he, yeah, he probably came from a, uh, Jack, Jack Holden comes from a, uh, yes. Jack Holden comes from rich the background. very rich background. Um, and I think she's teaching him the greatest lesson that she's ever taught him, which is you gotta, you gotta take this responsibility. You can't shirk it. You gotta be a daddy. Yeah. You're screw up before. But now you got to be poppy. I'm sure you've acted like a father. It's time to be one now. (laughs) Because he's an actor. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. I think it's going to be interesting to see who wins here. What are you guys thinking? I'm I'm personally thinking that 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 role, I think it's going to go to Jan. I'm feeling that the voters are going to are going to kind of overlook maybe importance Mm -hmm. for dynamic performance and memorable personalities. That's where I'm thinking the votes are going to go. What about you, Danny? I'm leaning... I like, I agree with a lot of what you just said. I'm leaning more towards the lady in the store. Oh, I think she just plays such an important role in emphasizing the situation that, that they're in. Like you, like, I mean, you know, before you even watch the movie, you know, the premise of it, but she does a good job of emphasizing like all the possible things that could go wrong Uh and all the things they're not thinking about. It's an important element, funny element. I'm picking her because of her. What she does with the with the story, right? Okay, interesting. Yeah. So from store to story, 
Because she works at a store. Right. Right. Pine Sol. Right. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> she works at the Pine Sol <laughs> yeah. store. She works at the Pine Sol, yeah. Okay. Uh, I will also say that I think the voters are looking at Jan. I think Jan comes in quick. He does what he needs to do. He has some funny moments on the camera. He looks great on camera. He's got a great smile, got a great foreign accent, mm-hmm. and uh, a confused look. And we love that. We love that in America. We love confusion. And he's so. in, and he's included in a scene where we get to see what's her name Rachel Ra- Rebecca, Rebecca. <laughs> Rachel uh, where we get to see Rebecca in any scene where you get to see Rebecca, Rebecca is is yeah great. a great and, and, scene. And, we'll, and we'll touch right. on that a little right. later okay and you know some of these other characters may be too major for a minor category movie yeah if you want to talk minor who who comes in who might have the the, the smallest uh, screen time yeah. Exactly. I think it's Jan. So let's cut back to uh, let's cut back to Mel, Danny, and Joe, and see who the winner is. And the winner of best minor character in Three Men and a Baby is Jan, Jan the, the Cello Player. And uh, unfortunately, um, Jan could not be here tonight, so we're gonna we're gonna accept this award on his behalf. What a fucking douchebag! Are you coming to the fucking show? Are you Jan kidding me? is in the audience, but he's too drunk to accept. Oh, so, he is here. Okay, good. Yeah, yo, misinformation. Sorry. All right, all right. Gotta Congratulations, go. Jan. Bye. All right, lethal weapon too coming out soon. I'm too old for this shit. Bye. And now presenting best villain, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, how's everyone doing? All right. I happen to be here. I just came in on my chopper. I'm presenting the award for best villain. Uh, we have heroin guy one. Why am I listening to you? Why, why do I listen to you? I mean, this is absurd. I can't put a little baby in the trunk. Heroin guy too. Put in the trunk. We have Ted Danson as Jack Holden. Mom, I'm a screw up. The friend who sets up the delivery from the beginning of the movie. I'm having a package delivered tomorrow, but I won't be home to get it. I gotta go up to San Francisco all week on a commercial shoot. And the detective. Hey, can I hold the baby? Huh? No. No. <clears throat> All right. Now, oh man, Arnold, what a great presenting oh, job he just did. Arnold that was really here. great to, yeah. to see that happen. So guys, mm-hmm. you know, oh man. So God. we got two heroin just guys. Just to be so close to muscles like that. I, got, <laughs> I wish I could be on that stage with him. Oh my so God. we have two heroin guys. Yeah, I'm surprised he even found a tuxedo that fit. Do you see him flex? I think he ripped his uh, suit a little bit. I, you know, I thought I saw that. Yeah. It did look like that. All right. Good thing we have a tailor at uh, hand. You know, he's... Official Dandy's tailor who can just go and fix that before I think he announces who wins. It, you know, it's interesting. He, he's already been in the U.S. for like 15 years right. at, at this point. And he still has a very thick Austrian accent. Like it hasn't really changed. I mean. Something stick. Yeah. All right. Okay. Speaking of stick, how about heroin guy one, huh? <laughs> We got heroin guy and you know, he does most of the talking, you yeah. know, we, he's a shorter, he's the shorter one. He's kind of the, the, um, the, the, the muscle and he, uh, oh, I'd say he's a muzzle. 
<laughs> he's a muzzle. Wait, does that make sense? <laughs> the other guy, I guess, would be the muzzle because he doesn't talk. He's okay. the uh, The taller guy is the muscle and the muzzle. And the muzzle, yeah. This guy is a bit of the, the puzzle. Okay, he's a puzzle. <laughs> you know, he um, he's kind of you know, he's along for the ride. He gets the package of the baby. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, I see what's going on. You're going to give me the powdered milk, wink, wink, thinking it's a uh, cocaine, heroin, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's um his name is heroin guy one <laughs> i think the one thing i like about all the heroin character like all the villains i'm sorry are the all the heroin related villains is that they do seem affected by heroin they all seem like a little bit like blase kind of go with the flow yeah none of them are like super aggressive uh yeah and heroin guy too he just does a lot of smiling and nodding. You right. know, if you really look at his nuanced performance there, he just does a lot of uh, camera takes without looking at, right. at the camera, basically. And if we're talking about villainy, um, heroin guy number two is a little more, a little bit more villainous than heroin, heroin guy one, because it is his idea to put the baby in the trunk. Right. Right. And he's about to take the gun out right. of the glove gonna, compartment. I was going to mention the gun. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, he was going to gun down Selk. <laughs> <laughs> in, the middle, right? yeah. in the middle of the road like they're across the street from central park yes. like, like lots of people it's around. the middle of the like, day middle of the day yeah cold blood kill cell in the, front pro- of everybody probably the baby too maybe even the other villain maybe even the other heroin guy he's yeah. ready to gun down all of them yeah because, thing, yeah the, the horse maybe he's going to shoot the, the horse, horse. Yeah. Yeah. well no i think the cop doesn't uh yeah scare him so yeah. he doesn't do that yeah and then we have Ted Danson, which is very interesting, a crossover right. nominee because he is yeah. obviously will be up later for best actor. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also, you know, a villainous role, you know, getting getting them kind of into this mess a little bit. Yeah, he's selfish. He's irresponsible. But you know what? I think the reason why I would say he's probably not the number one villain is because he has a great character development. Development, yes. And he he changes face. He learns his uh his mistakes. He learns from them. Yep. Absolutely. And uh, then uh, we have Paul, who set the friend who sets up the delivery. Mm-hmm. He's kind of the uh, the starting pistol for this whole thing. Yeah. And again, he's another, you know, he's disheveled, he's haggard looking, he needs to use more shampoo for his hair. These guys are heroin influenced. They're not, you know, I think they're uh, uh, victims of the drug. Yeah, he this <laughs> the guy who sets up the delivery just seems just seems like a Hollywood dickhead. Like uh, yeah, yeah, even though they're well, in he's New- a commercial director, commercial director, yeah. So, so get, and they're in New York, so yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> but how, I get a Hollywood dickhead yeah, from, yeah. from, from yeah. that guy for sure. It's probably a cokehead. Like every like that's underlying theme so, of the entire movie. Everyone's so, doing coke. They're just so not th- talking about it. You like, think yeah. he deals heroin, but does coke? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Probably. Okay. And then we had the detective, another cross cross nominee here from a minor category. He lost yeah. earlier tonight. Um, but, uh, you know, interesting choice for him as a villain because, yeah. you, you know, he um, they're afraid of him. But then mm. they, you know, they wind up calling him for help later on. But right. then they don't let him hold the baby. But they don't let him hold the baby. So they get the last laugh. The last laugh. And yeah. I would say he's the most antagonistic and aggressive character in the whole film. More so than the heroin guys. Really? Interesting. Mm. Interesting. I, well, yeah, I would say that. But he just doesn't have enough information. He's doing his job, though. He's doing his job. He's doing his job. He has a right to be suspicious. Yeah. Of course. 
Yeah, yeah there, there's heroin being dealt like around a baby, uh, especially if he knows, the, <laughs> especially if he knows the background of uh-huh. the three guys that live in this absurd apartment across the street. Yeah. from Central Park, uh-huh. he has to think, okay, how the fuck can these guys afford this place? <laughs> so he has to be suspicious that right. they're dealing heroin right. to get yeah. some more money to afford. He's this doing place. his job. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm really interested to see, uh, you know, where the where the Academy uh, went went with these votes uh-huh. tonight. You know, uh, you know, I was I was originally leaning towards Paul, the delivery guy, but you know, uh, uh, Dave, you kind of set up set me up with the heroin guy number two as being a front runner. Oh yeah, for the award. I mean, in my personal opinion, the uh, true villain is like the circumstance of misunderstandings in this film. <laughs> Because there's the misunderstanding of the package. Yep. Uh, Danson, you know, he uses language that sounds like he's also involved in the drug trade when he's on the phone. Right. And the de- detective overhears that. Because he's smuggling, yeah. Um, and also this is the misunderstanding yeah. between Sylvia, the mother, mm-hmm. and Ted Danson. You could argue she's a villain, too. I would say she's more, more of a villain than Danson is. Because she does, like, this classic, this biblical, old-school irresponsibility move yeah. of leaving the baby at a doorstep right. and they try to reach her and she does not answer her phone. So I don't know. I think, I mean, I think she's a little more irresponsible than dancing personally, but I'm thinking heroin number two probably is the most evil guy in the whole film. No remorse, cold blooded about the fire away. I don't know. What do you think? You know, I was leaning more towards um, Paul. Um, mm. that, that's the guy who sets up the delivery. His name right. is Paul. Yeah, I was leaning more towards him because he kind of just is the <clears> mastermind <throat> of this this whole heroin plan, this ridiculously dark storyline for uh-huh. this movie. Um, but Dave, again, same as Brandon, you really swayed me here. This guy number two being the muscle. I mean, he just... And the muzzle. And the muzzle. The muscle and the muzzle. Yeah, he's just... He's ready to murder. Like I, I didn't get that vibe from anybody else in, in the movie. He's ready to murder. Yeah. So I think yeah. that just that just puts him at the yeah. top for me. I don't but, think um, yeah, I don't think anybody's ready to kill but him. He's a villain. But we'll see what um Yeah, let's let's how the uh, the committee within the um the, the dandies uh, chooses. We'll see. So let's cut back to Arnold and see uh who gets revealed as the winner here. Okay, and the the winner for the best villain. Oh, I can't wait to be open. I can't. I can't fucking open this. Ah! Ah! Oh, I, I got it. Heroin guy too. Not that strong, are you, Arnold? Well, I'll fucking kill you. Who said that? I'll fucking kill you. Can't even open up a letter. <laughs> By the way, I'm yawn. I'm wasted. <laughs> All right. Heroin, heroin guy too. Uh, unfortunately, died of a heroin overdose backstage. He, I'm, I'm accepting this war on, on his behalf. Good night. I'm gonna fucking kill you, Jan. All right, it's Brandon here. Um, I'm your host. I'm coming back. We're gonna take a little break, and uh, we're gonna play you one. We're we here to perform one of the nominees for best song is Miami Sound Machine. Bad boy. <laughs>
And now, uh, Davey, our special presenter for the category of Best Outfit. Hey, y'all. What's up, bitches? You know me. It's Davis. I love fashion, so I'm so thrilled to go. Anyway, I, I was telling my wife the other day how much I love fashion, and my kids, I always get them the best clothes every time I, we, we go out shopping. I love shopping with my, my wife. I am heterosexual, and I have a wife and kids. Thank you. So here are the best looks, and this is uh, based on outfit, makeup, and hair. Steve Gutenberg, Steve Gutenberg in overalls covered in paint, opening scene. Gutenberg, also, white jacket, white pinstripes, violet and red shirt and tie, funky pattern, where is it? Okay. Dancing, wearing that puffy shirt and red smoker's jacket in the early party scene. Dancing, in drag. Baby with the pink hard hat on. Selleck, black bow tie, suspenders, plaid shirt, aviator shades. And Selleck in his short shorts and his jogging material. Bye. Wow. It was really great to have uh, our special fashion correspondent Davis up there presenting best outfit and wow were there there were even some outfits in this movie that didn't get on the nominee list but that's how um that's just what oh you God. get in this year of 1987 is a bunch of great looks i can't believe they um allowed somebody um <laughs> like him just a not not very well known um celebrity really not a celebrity at all to present among the fashionista these, uh, more yeah yeah i'm i'm shocked i'm sh- <laughs> so uh hey we are in the 80s right now. What a great time for fashion. Um, and this is the movie is really reflective of that. Oh, yeah. A lot of risk involved in these uh, choices of clothing. Uh, but I don't know how even to talk about this. Well, you know, I think we should start, you know, earlier we, we, we discussed the category of best minor character. Uh-huh. Really, the most overlooked minor character is Mary, the, the, the most minor of them all. Because she's so young. Because she looks like a damn minor with that hard hat on. Exactly. And how cute, how cute would, did, did that Mary look? Um, oh, my God. She's it, even sitting in the audience tonight with that hard hat on. Both twins, because you know how child labor laws are. You have to be twins to be a <laughs> to baby be in a film. In a movie, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the, also that pink hard hat, that pink hard hat may, plays a pivotal role later on during uh, that scene where dance, sorry. Selk is upset about the baby leaving the country and he picks up his hard hat and underneath it is the pink hard hat that Mary would used to wear fits perfectly underneath his big hard hat. And, uh, I don't think another piece of wardrobe affects the, sto- uh, the, the emotional, yeah. uh, state of the movie as much as that pink hard hat. Very does. emotional moment that's, for sure. Yeah. That's true. But you do have, you know, Ted Danson in that red smoker's jacket. My, oh my gosh. Oh when my I saw God. that, I said, hold the phone. Where did they get that? I said, smoking. <laughs> jacket. Yeah. And uh, what about Gutenberg with that paint job on his, in his overalls? The overall, you know, the thing is, we're going to get to it later in the best actor category. Steve Gutenberg is going to have a hard time uh, staying on par with some of these other guys. 
not like John Parr, the singer of one of our other nominated songs, but uh, Gutenberg has some. He has some looks. He has some looks at this uh, at the beginning of this film. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he. I would say the best thing about Gutenberg is his look. <laughs> it's the only good thing. I thought. Maybe the only maybe, good maybe thing. Maybe the only good thing about Gutenberg is uh, some of the uh, the outfit choices. And if we had these two, uh, I mean, okay, between these two outfits, which would you say is the more Classic Gutenberg look. So I go overalls. I think the overalls. Oh, in terms of, yeah, classic Gutenberg. Yeah, yeah this, this overall look, but. It looks cute. But this this white jacket, white pinstripes. It's a it's an underrated look, I think. Yeah. I'm glad that it got recognized because I can see it very well going unnoticed. It's like a stereotypical 80s kind of outfit, like, like the all white. Well. Very- Hopefully someday it'll be a stereotypical eighties outfit. <laughs> well, we're we're deep enough into the eighties that we can say there's stereotypes about the eighties. We 80s. can only I think, hope. I think this this uh decade's pretty defined at this point. <laughs> although although there's three years left. Okay. Uh who does he think he is? Uh Don Johnson? <laughs> I know, right? All white? Jesus. Anyway, white Jesus. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, but what I do like is the decision to go really funky with the shirt and tie. You notice that? No. Yeah. Okay. But then Selick <laughs> with that black bow tie and the suspenders and the plaid shirt. I mean, wow. And those shades, Ugh. really big shades. Oh my God, he's going to fly a plane. You I know, really, yeah, I really just feel like he can pull off any outfit, any outfit he chooses. Yes, he, he's, he's definitely has a, he has the most sex appeal. So what are you guys thinking? I don't know. This is a tough category. You know, we have each actor nominated for two different outfits, but then we have Mary with that hard hat. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be the most memorable image that we take away from this film? It's the most heartbreaking uh, clothing image. <laughs> but I would say for me personally, what I would like to be in, what I would like to wear is that puffy shirt and red smoker's jacket at the party scene dancing. I mean, he's he's doing the puffy shirt before Seinfeld. Maybe a whole straight up decade before Seinfeld. Which <laughs> Are you referring to stand up comedian Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> yes, who does not have a show at this point. But I, I know that uh, I don't know how to uh, get out of this. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I agree with you. I think that outfit is going to. It's going to stand out. I love that outfit. I'm it gonna, just feels like a 90s a- a outfit. And listen, we haven't done the 90s yet, but I feel like it's... Uh, he was ahead of the curve. I feel like it's, yeah, it's going to yeah, really I feel pop like, later on. Yeah, I it, feel like it may influence a stand-up comedian's show based on his stand-up routine in about 10 years. Yes. Okay. Okay. But also, you know what? Smoke them if you got them. And I got a full pack of cigarettes that I would love to smoke wearing that red smoker's jacket. And then put out... There's a puffy shirt. You can just put out those cigarettes in your puffy shirt. Take a puff of the cigarette and puff away in the puffy shirt. Okay, thank you. Bye. (laughs) All right, so we're going to bring it back to Davis on the fashion stage to announce the winner. Hey, y'all. What's up, bitches? Um, Yeah, turn my song up. There's too many ballads tonight. (laughs) Let's have fun. No? No? Okay. All right. So, oh, oh my God. This is probably the first upset of the night. They were, you know, a lot of the consensus maybe we thought would be Dancing's puffy shirt, but I'm afraid to say 
baby with a pink hard hat on? That's the winner. <laughs> oh my God, Mary. Proud Mary, she's proud. Look at her smile. But she is uh, so young that she cannot accept the award, so I will take the award and I will probably sell it on eBay. Thank you. Not.com, by the way. eBay is a brick and mortar store in my neighborhood. Thank you. Bye. And now presenting best looking is someone who is pretty good looking, I have to say. Mel model, Fabio. Hello, it is me, Fabio. I was just wondering as I was on a roller coaster getting hit by a bird, how beautiful I am. And yes, that happened, yes. So please take with me this journey as we look at who the best looking are. We have best nominated looking, Rebecca. We have best looking, Mr. Tom Selleck. Hmm. We have best looking Sylvia. And we have best looking Ted Danson. Hmm. Ted Danson in the dark. So, best looking. All right. Now, I think we should bring out the Cinnamon Host Bunch for this. Wait, are we the Cinnamon Host Bunch? We are the Cinnamon Host oh, Bunch. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, we're, we're here. It's, it's us. <laughs> we're here. <laughs> great, okay, great. Yeah. Cinnamon Host Bunch. That's right. right. Who else better for this job than us? <clears throat> so these are four very attractive people. Um, Rebecca, she's got the professional aspect about her. She's sexually confident. She's uh, got spunk. She's uh, truly Selleck's equal, I'll, I'll say, mm-hmm. you know? Emotionally and physically. Ooh. And, yes. and professionally. She's yeah, very, yes. like, very successful. We're not, I mean. She's a lawyer. I don't, don't want to get too much into that. We're strictly talking looks, looks. here. Yeah. But she is equal in that way as well. I'm yeah. saying it's worth mentioning. That, that ties in, though, you know? She has that intense mascara. She has, like, you look at her eyes and you see a smokiness to them. I don't like jumping the gun. My decision's made already, boys. <laughs> Interesting. Well, because let me let me let me let me go okay. in here because I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little wrench into this plan here. Okay. Mm-hmm. For me, Sylvia takes the cake. She has what I call British jawline. Oh yes, it's a it's a phenomenon that I've talked about. She has that jawline, but I don't think that she's gonna take this award home because I think in terms of the marble goodness of Tom Selleck, mm-hmm. that man. Is just a striking man. When he smiles, it's just cutting. He's a stud. He's in the best physical shape of anyone we see in this film. Of anybody I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Yeah. Um, Very hairy chest, but like not gross. Yeah. Not gross. No. It's like it's it's manly. It's a handsome hair. And he has the amazing ability to put off pull off the mustache, yeah. which is obviously like a very uh controversial facial hair. A lot of people say, oh, you're a pervert. You got a mustache? Oh, shave that off. You look like a damn perv. No one would ever say that to Tom Selleck. Never. You know, in 1987, I don't think I've ever heard anybody have that opinion about mustaches, <laughs> considering how common they are. Everybody has. Right now. A lot of people have mustaches currently, like John Oates. You're, you know what? I guess you're right. But, you know, I hang out with a very judgmental group, okay. and they're always making fun of mustaches. You hang out with a bunch of futurists, right? Yes, for sure. 
I've heard about the, this crew of people. It's they're New Jersey based. Yes. Well, okay. Andre 3000, you know, people from the future. <laughs> anyway, um, he, there's something vulnerable about him too, that he's, he's a lot, he's a very masculine looking man, mm-hmm. but he's not afraid to show his, uh, vulnerable side. And I think that's pretty attractive. Mm-hmm. Uh, now let's talk about dancing, dancing. Ooh, Jack tall Jack. Yeah. You know, the, the love man from cheers himself. Mm. <laughs> Sam Malone. Yes. On the silver screen now. Ah, from uh, bronze screen to silver screen. Mm-hmm. When will he go to gold screen? We don't know. But And you know, he's, a, he's an attractive guy, uh, yes. but I just don't know if he, if he can hold that candle to sell it. He's not filled out as much. You know, I always thought Danson was like this classic uh, uh, good-looking guy, but when you put him right next to Selleck, brother. Come on now. You might as well be Steve Gutenberg. You might as well be Steve Gutenberg, yeah. You know, I don't like the shape of his head. It's like a thumb. He has a big head compared to his uh, skinny body. Lanky, he's very lanky. Yeah, yeah and he's got uh, high like, hair, too. So. Yeah, high forehead. Like, yeah. Yeah, he, looks like, he looks like a character that I would call Stick Stickly if I were to come up with a character like that. He looks Interesting like, character name. Interesting character name. He looks like a damn balloon, you know? <laughs> All on top and a string. His body is like a little string you, you hold the balloon on from. So, do we think... I'm like, tie a ribbon onto the, the bottom of his feet. We're being very critical. He's a balloon. We understand why he's nominated. Like, there's plenty oh, of yes. people that... Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, Everybody yeah. else oh, in yeah. this film? <laughs> uh, no, not good looking. Yeah. There's so, a reason why Gutenberg's not nominated. Oh, right. God, please, no. Don't even bring him up. A good reason for it. Not but, a bad one. A good a Not good, a good one. A, not a Berg one. A good one. Um, I, but I actually, I do want to say shout out to Sylvia as well. I love those red-brown <sighs> curls. Yeah. And that British accent to match. Oh, my God. Uh, can't, can't deny. Uh, can't deny can't her. Deny. Can't deny her beauty. She has a little bit more of a classic feel compared to Sylvia. Oh, sorry, sorry. Compared to Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Rebecca's got that modernness to her. Uh, but I will say a strike against Sylvia. Those suits. Don't like her suits. Excuse me, this is not the best outfit category. We are past that. I'm sorry. I got to picture all these people naked. I'm sorry. Right. Well, if I were to picture her naked, I would say I would uh, think she's pretty classic looking. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it's going to be interesting. You know, I'm personally a little meh on rebecca so we'll see because i think that danny thinks that that's where the the ballot's going i mm-hmm. i'm pulling for sylvia but i think it's gonna go to Selleck. i'm pulling for Selleck. i would understand a Selleck victory i just i love rebecca well why don't you marry her <laughs> am i right oh, oh Wait. you got you got him yeah has she said something no, is, it, is that on the table? Ooh, Wait, she, she says sorry, no. We um, <sighs> she, she says something to to me about Davis. Yeah, really. But uh, Davis is married, happily married with kids, so <laughs> I don't think he's looking for anything. <laughs> All right, well, um, let's uh, cut back to Fabio. There's something about that Davis guy, you know. I really <laughs> something about him. You know, it, I don't. I I really like him. Something about is him. It about is it his catchphrase? Hey, bitches. <laughs> Yeah, there's something. It's so it's so new and fresh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. something about that Davis guy. Very. He reminds me a little of George Michael. I, you know, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, really? Just, yeah, like the way I feel, the way I like George Michael, <laughs> I like Davis in the same way. Huh. Very similar. Yeah. Well, George Michael is one of our 
biggest talents of the day. So I'm I'm happy to hear that. I'm a fan of Davis one of myself. Our, <laughs> one of the biggest one of our biggest heterosexual talents of today. Exactly. Yeah. Huh. Well, listen. Why don't we talk about the lookingness of these people? And I'm gonna say Selk is the winner. My God, is he dapper as fuck? All right. right. Well, let's uh, let's cut back to Fabio and see who uh, takes the prize. Oh, hi, Mark. It's me, Fabio. And I'm here to tell you the winner of this category is Mr. Tom Selleck. Congratulations, Tom. He's backstage making out with um, someone whose name starts with D that I can't think of. All right. Well, now performing another nominated song from this movie, Mr. John Parr with The Minute I Saw You. John Parr, on par, I'd say, with the rest of the songs. Maybe. And now presenting the award for best scene, it's two very well-known directors, Woody Allen and Martin Scorsese. Hey, it's, uh, it's me, Marty. Uh, I, uh, you know, don't, don't uh, feel comfortable calling me Marty. Oh, hi, Marty. Oh, it's, oh, it's me, Woody. Woody. Oh, my God. I, I, saw, oh. you, I saw you perform a, a, a clarinet the other night. It was great. It was fantastic. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, it's a, uh, the Dixieland. I love that Dixieland. I'm more partial like, to the blues and uh, uh, Bob Dylan and Oh, I just love Stone. the jazz music. I put the, uh, my little clarinet in my score. <laughs> Let's talk about these best scenes. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Oh, wait, best scenes, okay. Um, so this is the best scene. Uh, first, uh, first diaper change. I also like that scene that's nominated, Gutenberg hiding heroin in the diaper. Yeah, some, that was some good heroin. I tried it, too. That's great. Yeah. Um, so uh, I also liked uh, the Selleck looking for the baby after burglary, uh, and the neighbors tied up also in that scene. Oh, hi. And I like when Tom Selleck tickles dancing when he comes back from Turkey. He tack- I thought he tackles him. He tickles him too? <laughs> I don't know. I just can't tell the difference anymore. Huh, okay. Well, I, uh, you know, something that happened on early on that I really liked was the uh, opening credits. That was a really great scene. And then finally, later on in the film, the one bottle, please. Oh, of course, yeah. Hey, speaking of uh, bottle service, can we get some bottles up here, man? Oh, please. Like, I, I get one from my analyst. <laughs> All right! Wow, uh, two of two of Hollywood's biggest directors—they um, uh, work together on New York stories sometime in the future. I can't believe Martin Scorsese admitted to during doing heroin. That was interesting. Interesting move by him. I, um... did, did anybody else hear hear, hear Woody scream "Soon Ye" in the middle of that? I, I I thought I heard that. I don't know. Maybe I was hearing stuff. But um, there are so many classic scenes in this film. There are. Um, you know, some of them are really long we have the opening credits which is a long scene where we just get to see these womanizing men uh bring women up and women up and down that elevator right and um up and down one shaft to another (laughs) yeah and we uh, learn you know what i like about the opening sequence no talking but a lot of stories told oh yes so we know from the opening sequence that dancing gets with the most girls 
I think he gets with like seven girls. I don't know. I didn't count completely. They, but set, they set the scene. They make, you know they really make him look like this playboy, this player. Yeah. Um, which makes a lot of sense because that a baby shows up. Yeah, and Gutenberg mm-hmm. only yeah. one chick. He's only with one girl in this the opening sequence. He's like he's busy painting. He's been, he, he's, he's, he's kind of busy doing his art. I know that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what I'm telling you is that. Uh, I mean, that comes into play later on. <laughs> and as we learn, he can't score. And as, yeah, as we learn later, he probably didn't even have sex with this one girl. He probably just like talked to her all night. <laughs> yeah, and did impressions of his, stupid, of his stupid fucking cheetah, <laughs> Johnny Cats or whatever. Johnny, yeah. uh, Johnny, Johnny Cool, Johnny Cool, Johnny the, cool the, yeah. the, race, the racist character. <laughs> but you know, Gutenberg is nominated for another scene where he hides the heroin in the diaper. Which cre- creates a little comical moment when the detective uh, Mouskowitz or whatever his name is <laughs> <laughs> holds the baby. I will say that this is probably Gutenberg's like, uh, Jew- we- like a Jewish mouse, <laughs> Mouskowitz. Well, I, I I was just talking to this writer. He's doing a movie called uh, Fievel, American Tale, and his last name is Mouskowitz. So you know, yeah. I I may have just released an industry secret. Oh my, oh my god. god! So you're telling me a mouse wrote a film? <laughs> That's pretty amazing. The 80s truly is a cutting-edge time period. Uh, Gutenberg uses his to- art tools to cut open the diaper so we get to see how resourceful he is during the diaper Very scene. Very quick thinking. Yeah. Very I, quick if thinking. If I were in that situation, I would never think to do something like that. I, I would just... probably do the drugs and swallow the drugs. And, uh, <laughs> you would have done all the heroin? Yeah. <laughs> I, I would, uh, yeah. It doesn't work if you swallow it. <laughs> yeah, if, if they're going to be in the plastic bags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's got to get so in your bloodstream. Yeah. yeah, poop them out. All right. Bags intact. Anyway, I would freak out and I'd probably be doing that. Yeah. Or flushing the toilet. And then we have that, that lovely scene of the first <clears throat> diaper change where you have Gutenberg and Selick changing the diaper. Mm-hmm. Selick, you know, he says that he's an architect. He should be able to handle a baby's diaper. Mm-hmm. It's a little cute little moment. I think I laughed the hardest at that scene, of all the scenes of the movie, I laughed just from at situation genuine alone. laughter at the situation, at the way they're kind of talking to each other. Yeah. You know, you know, so looks like his frustration. They they rip the tape off the di- diaper. They're very frustrated. <clears throat> it's very real. It's very funny. yeah. And there's a lot of poop. Yeah, well, here's so the thing. much poop. I would say they talk about the poop, but you don't see the poop. You see one little spot of poop. You see poop. You see yeah, one little you do spot a little, of poop. A little oh. bit. But yeah, they're like there's so much, and there's very clearly yeah. isn't. They're it's like <laughs> there's very clearly is no. But they're like oh, it's everywhere. And there's like oh, I got poop all over my hands. And there's like a clean, oh, smell a clean it. Yeah. butt. It's a very clean butt and, and um, vagina. <laughs> yeah, and just like lots of vagina, which was an interesting choice. Like they, they, almost a close up of this vagina. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that would be okay in twenty years from now. Uh, it might be. You don't think it would be? I think you somebody know, would in complain. Twenty years, I think it's going to be more okay. I think we're going to see more of things like that <laughs> moving forward. It's not sexual. I think this is a movement. Yeah. But um, I will say that uh, you know, the baby. They clean up the baby. They uh, put the baby in a blanket, and the baby later on poops right away in the red in blanket, the blanket. Yeah. And laughs, and I'm thinking that might be the baby's first laugh. Right. Yeah. Ever. It's like the baby knows that these guys are screwed. Yeah. But that scene isn't nominated. You guys are are fucked. (laughs) We also have when uh, when uh, Tom Selleck tackles Ted Danson when he thinks that he's a burglar after coming back from Turkey. Mm -hmm. It's a nice little moment. Yeah, and I think Selleck's move to take out Danson it's pretty pretty baller because he uses that basketball. Yeah, very very quick thinking again, making Selleck just you know look amazing. He uh, lobs a basketball at Danson's. Head. It's more and than then, a lob. It's more than a lob. Well, okay, he 
it's a beans. Chuck. He beans it's, him. Yeah, he beans yeah, him. Yeah, I would say a bean. I would qualify this as a bean. <laughs> and then he then he tackles. So he beans and tackles. Yeah, it's it's awesome. And um, he's very showing his athleticism, showing his magnum PI skills. I yeah, think. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, but that was a great scene. And then also, let's talk about that one bottle, please uh, scene. I love. I love when Tanson's. It's like uh, what's Sunday, Monday night football. Monday night football. You have my favorite is Danson when he like jumps and spins. a little spin. He catches it and he goes, and then say like you know they they don't go and pick the bottle up. They just get a new one and they just keep tossing it. Yeah. So they use like seven bottles. Yeah. You know, my they're, having, on they're floor. having fun with the baby now. Like, yeah, they're, they're all they're, working they're, together. They're all into it now. They're not annoyed by it anymore. They love Mary. They they're having fun with it now. Now, this one bottle, please, is connected to a bigger montage where they are. It's like right after the heroin storyline has uh, tied up, and there's still 30 minutes left in the film. Tied up like an arm that would be later injected with uh, heroin. <laughs> and uh, anyway, but uh, yeah, they're just having fun, as you said. But I also say what was cool about the scene is that it seemed like a blooper reel. Yeah. Yeah. All the times that, uh, what's his name? Cell can't catch the uh, bottle. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd be willing to bet that wasn't planned. That's and something you they would just see. Kept it, and they just kept it in the film. Yeah. 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 And I think he, it's like a very genuine reaction when he's like happy that he, uh, right. he caught it. But By that directing prowess of Leonard Nimoy, Spock himself. Yes. And so maybe Selleck isn't that athletic and he's just a great actor to make himself look more. Athletic. I have a little theory, but we'll talk about it later. Fantastic. Okay. 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 But, All right. Um, so what do you guys think? I see for me, did we talk about the baby, the neighbor being tied up? No, we did not talk about that. So that's yeah. another scene nominated. Another scene. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Selick. Oh my God. The, the, it, the parental instincts, the kicking pa- in paternal instincts. Yes. Yes. Uh, cr- kicking in. Yeah. His tapes are fucked. Yeah. Like any, any regular Joe. Right. Would, see that room stop there and just freak out and just like minutes. try and put it together like yeah. freak out he is so zoned in and on focused mary. On, on mary on the baby realizes that's the most important thing despite the maybe millions of dollars in damage like <laughs> in this in this insanely absurd apartment he doesn't care he's just he mentions yeah. it a little later he mentions it that the tape is you see what they did to my tapes but, do you do you um a great thing about that sequence is yeah the whole place is totaled right but uh, it's the first time where we get to see like, like uh, firsthand all the different rooms. Yeah, and you see yeah. how amazing that apartment really is. You have one camera following him throughout following the, the whole apartment. Huge and apartment, and it's the baby. It's exquisite. Also, the baby is in the last uh, the possible fi- room, the final room, which is great for us to see. I mean, like it was a yeah. bit of house hunting. It was a bit of like uh, uh, property brothers. That sounds like a great idea for a show. Yes. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so, what do you think? So, who do you think is in the? Who's going to take this? There are one? a lot of great scenes. For me, my personal s- sentimental moment, mm-hmm. my favorite memory of this brand new movie mm-hmm. is um, <laughs> is the one bottle, please. That's the one that sticks out to me the most. Right. I'll never forget, even twenty years from now, uh, thirty even years from 30 now, years. yeah, thirty years from now, the. Huh, it's just a very it's just stuck in my brain i've um you know as much as i enjoyed that scene and and those lines are uh, are just stuck it's in a it just feels like an immediate <laughs> classic um that first diaper change i got to go back to it because yeah. i mean it's it sets the, i think i feel like it sets the comedic tone for the movie that they want you to have even though it's 
a lot about heroin. Uh, they want you to have a, they want the film to have this comedic tone and that, that, that sets it up really nicely. And, and like I said, I, I laughed out loud watching that. Now for me personally, I don't think anything puts me in a brighter mood than that opening montage. Mm. Love it. That's I love it. the song choice. We heard the song earlier. Gloria did a great job performing boys will be boys. And, uh, you get to see Gutenberg really shine as well. Maybe for the last time. First and last time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting. Our, our analysts here, we are, we're split, so we're going to have to see uh, what the yeah, voters decided. First award of the night, I think we're all three of us are choosing kind of different scenes here. So we'll yeah. see what happens. All right. All right. And now back to Marty and Woody uh, with the award. Yeah. Um, uh, so what do you want to say? Oh, I think you could say it, Marty. Well, yeah, you're wearing your glasses, so I'm going to let you... Uh, okay. Well, your famous glasses. Then the winner is the, the, the first diaper-changing scene. Oh, wow. This is this is why I wanted to direct this film in the first place. Yeah, I wasn't actually... I was attached, but uh, I decided to do Last Temptation of Christ instead. Oh, uh, beautiful I, picture, Marty. Uh, but I kind of regret it. I know I, I really... This was one of my passion projects, and it just didn't work out scheduling-wise. And You should have called it the passion, then. The Passion of Christ. You're a fucking genius, Marty. Good fellas. You're a fucking genius, Marty. Thank you. Oh, thanks, Bobby. Thanks for coming, Bobby. Now we're going to accept this award. Bobby, be- Bobby De Niro's one of my uh, closest friends. No, it's and- me, Joe Pesci, you fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, is that you, Joe? Oh, my God. we got to work together uh, soon. You son of a bitch. You play a great maniac. I want to use you again no, for no, something. No, we're, no, no, no. We're being told that we have to accept this award. How come, Marty? Oh, it seems that... Uh, all the people that were in that scene, Selleck and Gutenberg and the baby. The baby is, as we know, too young. Selleck is in the back and he was kissing somebody in the background. And, uh, sorry, behind the stage. And uh, we also have uh, Gutenberg, who is just an asshole, and we didn't invite him. Goodbye. No one wants to be around Gutenberg, so we didn't invite him to this award show. Thank you. And now introducing Best Line, Mr. Jack Nicholson. Hey, how's everyone doing tonight? It's me, Jackie. I'm here. I'm ready to do it. Um, <laughs> you all saw me sitting in the front with my shades on. I've been ready to come up here all night. Marty, you're crazy, Marty. Anyway, let me get to this award. We gotta work together one, at one point. But I feel like we will No, we do. I think we will eventually. <laughs> Marty, it's crazy that I can hear you from you sitting in the audience. You have such a low voice, but I can hear you all the way up here. It's amazing. Well, I'm a director, so I always bring my uh, bullhorn so I can, uh, my voice can uh, carry. Incredible. I got the script I wanted you to see. It's about the uh, Irish mafia, but we'll talk about it later. You know, what I love about your films, Marty, is how truthful they are. <laughs> you can really handle the truth. All right, so the nominees for, for the best line. Oh. <coughs> All right, some coke stuck in my throat. Sorry about that. Huh. Can I have some of that? Yeah, we'll talk later. Let me, let me, do, the, let me do the nominees, well, Marty. I, mean, I just feel like that cocaine would be good with this heroin I also took. Okay. I agree. Do a speedball, like a bluesy style speedball. R.I.P. <laughs> Jesus. 
You know, my friend Bobby D was seen that night with uh, Robin Williams and uh, Joe, John Belushi, the night that Belushi died. Wow. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's a really lovely night out here. I see the pale moonlight. All right. So the first nominee for best line, the man is one giant gland. Like, like Tom Selleck talking about Ted dancing. The man is one giant gland. All right, the next nominee is an insect was just waiting for that diaper to fall. Also by Tom Selleck talking about the baby. A little insect was just waiting for that diaper to fall off. The next nominee. I'll give you $1,000 if you do it. Again, Tommy Selleck. About the baby change. I think she did a doodle. You have to change her. I'll give you a thousand dollars if you'll do it. Next is I gotta get him his water, so his mouth doesn't go dry when he reads me his rights. Again, Tommy Selleck about the cop. I gotta get him a glass of water, so his mouth doesn't go dry when he reads me my rights. Next. Figure it out for yourself, dickhead. I say that all the time. Again, Tommy Selleck talking to dancing about how to be a father. Hey, how do you put on these goddamn things anyway? Figure it out for yourself, dickhead. Next is, I'll tell you, silly bitch. I'll be in Niagara Falls. Ted dancing. In hell, I'll tell you where I'll be, you silly bitch. I will be in Niagara Falls. That's where. And finally is, you don't want to do that, it's a bitch. <laughs> Gutenberg referring to Sylvia. Oh, tell me about it, get in time to take it apart, that's a bitch. All right, well. Well, one of the best actors of our generation, oh my God, what a treat to see Jack. Introduce that category, yeah, and so <clears throat> do, wow. do some line reading himself. It was yeah, amazing. Yeah, and wow, Tom Selleck really racking up the oh nominations in that category. Oh boy, five nominations and then one each for Dancing and Gutenberg. Mm-hmm. You know, for good reason. For good Tom reason. Selleck. I mean, all these lines are just so classic. <laughs> you know, I, I I love the way Dancing says, "I'll tell you, you silly bitch." I love that. I hate the way Gutenberg says, "It's a bitch." <laughs> I like the way um, Jack Nicholson presented that line. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> so really, for me, it's going to come down to one of these Selick, these Selick uh, lines. Um, yes, I think the man is one giant gland. Mesh really falls in the the writer category. So I, you know that 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 for me is a front runner. Hmm. Um, but I also love the imagery behind. I. I got to get him his water so his mouth doesn't go dry when he reads me my rights. That's just. That's great. Uh, that just makes my mouth want to dry up myself. <laughs> I love that delivery. Um, that's going to be my front runner pick, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's a lot of great things to choose from. Um, you get to see Selleck really wield his wealth when he says, I'll give you $1,000 if you do it. <laughs> he does wield his wealth, but I also think that that's kind of an easy one. I think that's like, yeah, you would. Anybody could do it. Anybody could write that line. Look how many words. I didn't count all the words for this line about the, the water. That's a lot of a lot of words, and he delivers it perfectly. And it's so specific. And while he's filling up a <laughs> cup of water, yeah, 
That's pretty amazing, yeah, I think. I love I love that line. Um, some other lines that didn't get nominated, but I want to spotlight spotlight on. Some Danson did some great work. Uh, he said, uh, "What's a good year for pronging chicks?" Yeah, I love the usage of pronging. He's talking about like what 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 what, what, uh, what wine what should wine he did, uh, yeah. pick out for his yeah, date? They, they tell him which one works every time. <laughs> <laughs> Another great line. Danson goes up to a lady wearing an aerobics outfit at the party. Angela, phew, you look uh, you look different. What happened? And she says, "I'm dressed." Yeah, <laughs> I'm a slut. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was fun. And then another great line. Gentlemen, I'm in love. In a general sense. All in the party sequence. Yeah. A lot of great stuff from uh, yeah, we, dancing. We, we learn a lot in, the, in that early sequence. Yeah. We really do. What about you, Danny? <laughs> you have any front runners here? Man, I mean, I, I just love Selleck so much. You know, he's he's so good. Um, <clears throat> I got to be honest, I'm a sucker for the thousand dollar line. I, I really I know you talk about how easy it is. You know, I I, I get that. It's just. It's so it shows his character, I think. It's so the most. yeah, and it's so perfectly delivered. And I and I wasn't expecting that, no. but it's <laughs> he's just he's so tired and over the stuff no. with the baby. He, he loves the baby, but he's just so tired and over it. And he's just and he he's like, you know what? I have more money than all these mother than both these motherfuckers. I basically pay all the rent. It implies that I'll, he d- does that. Yeah, he actually offers. To pay Danson's rent at the party <laughs> yeah. to not do a specific project. Yeah. Which, and my guess is for the rent situation for this apartment is Danson and Gutenberg probably pay like half of half as much right. as Selleck pays each month. Although he, Gutenberg does <laughs> have a famous character, you true, know, that he has, a, he has a weekly deadline. Yeah. I think, yeah, Danson's clearly the one struggling the most. Yeah. yeah. But he comes from that wealthy family, so maybe it's just not a problem. You know that's what I true mean? too. Yeah. It, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, but either way, I. It's almost yeah. as if you would think they would all have their own places. <laughs> yeah, why would three guys in their late thirties, <laughs> early forties live together? That is not how old they are. You don't think they're no. that old? No. All right. <laughs> I think they're up there. I think maybe I think closer to thirty. I think Selk is probably forty. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't you don't think, think so? so? No, I think. They're early. I think he is the oldest. He's probably like 35, I think, maybe there. Okay. Maybe. We should know because that's what <laughs> year it is now. Uh, well, I uh, just was received a little uh, note here that said that Tom Selk was 42 when this movie came out. Wow. In real life? In real life. I thought we were talking about the characters. Oh, you mean the character? Yeah. The age of the characters. Oh, well, then no, they're all the same age. <laughs> I'd say a hot 35 34, 35, 33 Alright, well let's, uh, let's cut back to Mr. Nicholson And see who wins Alright, I got the envelope right here I've got it, it's right here It's in my hand, I've got it Here it is Here's Johnny <laughs> Here's Liney Liney Richie. I'm just kidding. It's not Johnny. It's the envelope. I have it. And uh, I gotta get him his water so his mouth doesn't go dry when he reads me his rights. Tom Selleck talking about the cop. Way to go, Tommy. Um, okay, it appears as if somehow Tom Selleck and the writers are not here. I feel like I'm missing a really awesome party in the back because just I'm looking in the audience, no one's around, everyone must be doing all kinds of coke and heroin in the back. I'm missing out on it. 
I'm doing I don't like that I'm missing out on it. Hey, I got some coke and heroin here. I'm doing it out publicly. Oh, Marty! I'm not ashamed. Get off the stage! You're going too long. Uh, Marty. Get off the stage! Marty, where are you, gonna, where are you going after the show? You're going longer than uh, Casino. Or <laughs> Get off the stage! You're going longer than uh, Raging Bull. How long is that one, two hours? All right. Sorry, we had to usher uh, Jack Nicholson off the stage there. And, uh, and now, in, uh, for another performance from our best song category, we have Peter Cetera performing Daddy's Girl. And now, introducing the best actor category, Michael Jackson! Hey y'all, it's MJ. Um, I'm so honored to be here uh, to see, and I, I see so many great he, he, he's in this category, because they're all male. <laughs> um, anyway, you guys want to see me do a moonwalk real quick? Yeah! Okay. No, I'm too shy. I don't want to do it. Maybe later. Here are the nominees. For Best Actor, Ted Danson. We're in luck here. Uh, Tonight, uh, the chef has uh, cooked up something very special for you. He has taken the juice of one cow and uh, sautéed it uh, with a fine sauce. It is uh, presented, surrounded by a bottle, and topped off uh, with a delicious rubber nipple. Huh? Oh, yes. Oh, excellent choice. Yes, yes. <laughs> Here we go. Dancing makes me feel like dancing. <laughs> The other nominee is Steven Gutenberg. To another edition of Lifestyles of the Average and Anxious. We move about the apartment of Pizza Mitchell, young architects about town. It's his late thirties, or is it his early forties? We'll never know. Birthday party. Entranced by the euphoria and ease, these glamorous people exude. I think I spy the birthday boy himself, Peter! Yeah, how's it going, baby? Name's Johnny. <laughs> give me five. Oh, I mean, give me three, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't like when he does that voice. <laughs> no. Anyway, was that Gutenberg or Robin Leach? <laughs> Couldn't tell. Also, I'll see you later, Steve. Um, I mean, or thank you for being in my Liberian Girl video. Didn't you, weren't you there with Dan Aykroyd? Pretty sure. Anyway, a shout out to the last nominee. He's gonna win. Tom Selleck. Give <laughs> me another diaper. I'll use the tape. I'll use the tape from the diaper. I'll tape it up. I'm an architect for Christ's sakes. I build 50-story skyscrapers. I assemble cities of the future. I can certainly put together a goddamn diaper. Take it easy, kid. All right? 
Wow. 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 Oh, man. <clears throat> man. Michael Jackson. Wow. Great. Wow. Great to see him wow. here. He's, he's bad. looking he's pretty bad. bad. Yeah. He's looking really bad. He, and the him, lighting is a little is lighting is it just me or is the lighting kind of weird in the building? He looks a little bit lighter than normal. Yeah, it must be the lighting. It must be the lighting. But either way, he looks bad. He looks I'm bad. not just saying that cuz his new album's no, called bad. No, 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 no. Uh no, he looks really bad. I just hope he never looks any worse than this. <laughs> yeah, it, it it can't get worse than this. Um Interesting that he gave his opinions about uh, uh, about the, the, while presenting. Yeah, uh, wow, that's got to be a first for, uh, for the dandies. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen that before. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the first. It's anyway. definitely a first for the dandies. Yeah, I would say. I mean, yeah, th- that's first and foremost. But um, um, I, I've never seen that at any award show. Yeah. Well, wow, guys, what a performance Gutenberg put in there with his all his voice acting. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> You really it, see the versatility of the uh, versatility of badness. Yeah. So how <laughs> how many different ways can you be bad? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Annoying, slightly racist. Uh, yeah. And but but yeah. Speaking of racist, what's up with Danson doing that French accent? Oh my. Yeah, that's a little close to home. Why? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Could you explain that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's obvious where the Academy's going here tonight, the Dandy Academy. Um, I mean, Selleck I mean, is just, the, you could even hear it, and even in that little bit of silly, you know, dialogue about <clears throat> building cities of the future, there's no way he builds more than one building every, you know, how many, I guess he's an architect, he can design them, yeah. but right. still, uh, he just, so so much truth in that in that line. You know, he clearly, he's is the lead of the film. Uh, but he clearly is a most natural father too. He's a natural leader. Yeah. You know, he's actually got a real job. Unlike these, those two other bums he rooms with. Uh, and he kind of is a daddy figure to Danson and Gutenberg anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's a best acting category. It's great. Right? It's, yes. be, it's, it's best actor, best actor. Yeah. Yes. So Gutenberg, in my opinion, maybe he does take it. I was going to say the opposite. <laughs> I feel like he's the most like he is in real life as this character. I will say I be, but Selleck probably also, also probably yeah. Tom Selleck. Yeah, he's That's probably the thing. not doing much. And Danson yeah. now definitely playing himself. Here's the thing in a best yeah. actor category, it doesn't necessarily need to be the most different from how you are. It's mm. not necessarily what, it, what it takes to be the best actor. You just, I mean, it's just about the performance. Right. So maybe Ted Danson wins because of that. Well, the thing about Danson is that I do like him in this movie a lot. He does a lot of great funny lines, mm-hmm. but he's absent for a good chunk of it. He's not in enough of it. He's, he's really not. He leaves at minute 13 and comes back at minute 55. Yeah. He's in it only slightly more than um Gutenberg. Oh, sorry. The detective. I was going to say somebody that's going to be in a future category this evening. So never mind. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I will say that Danson does have the most character development. I said it before. Uh, but you feel, you feel Selleck. Like he, he plays like the vulnerable very well. Gets choked up at moments. And that scene when, uh, the Mm -hmm. mom comes, Sylvia comes and he gets quiet and says, Oh yeah, Mary's here. Like it's great acting. You can see it in his eyes. You can see it in, in his, uh, his physicality. You you just you enjoy him the most on screen, and he's just a pleasure yeah. to watch. Yeah. He's a pleasure to yeah. watch. Yeah. 
wash. <laughs> yeah, he would be a pleasure to wash. Hey, honestly, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know because Best what looking? about Ted Danson in that shower scene, though? <laughs> also true. Yep. I mean, I guess honestly, Mary's the, a pleasure to wash. The, well, yeah, she's the <laughs> she gets to washed the most. Um, well, Woody Allen somehow showed up in this uh, <laughs> in this booth. This booth. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> commentator booth. Yeah. I do think that Gutenberg was more of a cool guy until I saw this film. Me, I had a different impression of him. But this movie really soured my opinion of his cool factor. Yeah, I mean, I love him in the Police Academy films. Isn't he a little cool in that? Yeah. I have so to rewatch happened? them, though. What happened here? Maybe it's the character. I, it could be the character. He could just be doing what's on the page and what, you know, Spock told him to do. Yeah, well, to use his own line. That's a bitch. That's a bitch. <laughs> That's a bitch. That's a bitch. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, I think we should take it back to Michael yeah. and uh, and have him award this category. Wow. Um. So I'm re- I'm opening the letter right now. It's gonna make a way for once. <laughs> I'm gonna make a change. I see Selleck in here, but fuck that. I'm going rogue. MJ's going rogue. I'm gonna give it to Gutenberg. <laughs> fuck y'all. Fuck the system. Who cares? Bye. Wow. MJ going rogue. We're going to have to see what, you know, what the Academy <laughs> that, does with that. Is that yeah. legal? Is that going to be legal? <laughs> I'm not even sure. Did Gutenberg actually win there or is that just Michael's opinion again? <laughs> we're going to have to we're going to have to go to the books and and uh, and figure this out. It sounds like Michael just decided the winner himself and, and to the and trophy. Left. He said bye. Yeah. Um, but when we come back to the well, the first the the the, the dandy award presentation well uh we actually oh my god so we actually have uh the president of the dandies uh, alexander hamilton jr in the building and he's gonna make an official announcement it looks like hello it's me alexander hamilton jr i'm the president here of the dandy awards i i am i i famously am not the son of alexander hamilton um I, you know, I, uh, I, well, okay, I'm sorry. My name is Alexander Hamilton Jr., so my father is Alexander Hamilton, but not the one that you think of, because I'm, I'm really from, uh, from, uh, from New Zealand, so you could tell that. But <laughs> so I, I came here on a wish and a dream to the Dandy Awards. I got offered this position. Uh, I have the paper valets here, the paper valet driver licenses, because. <laughs> Uh, none of our none of our valet parkers are, are licensed drivers in the state of uh, California where we are tonight, mate. And, uh, and so I, I'm driving here and I'm looking at the ballot results. And uh, Michael Jackson does have the physical award that he gave to Steve Gutenberg in the back of the stage. So technically, Steve Gutenberg does have the award for best actor, but the ballot on the paper says that the award goes to Tom Selleck. So we're going to have to we're going to have to see this play out off stage 
and there's going to be an asterisk by the name of uh, of Steve Selleck. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Wow, oh my god. What a turn of events. What a turn of events. <laughs> Amazing. Steve Selleck. Dan Dandy's honestly, anything could happen. Anything yeah. could happen on this first annual. Ooh. <laughs> All a right. live show. Jesus Christ. A live show, yeah, that's what you get. Um and now presenting uh um Best Actress, Sir Michael Caine. Hello. It's me, Michael Caine. You might know me from some of my favorite pictures from this year, nineteen eighty seven. You have my, my my cocaine? I'm sorry. Who's this? This is Ma- Marty. Oh, hello, Marty. I'm just saying, I thought you said you had my cocaine. Oh, I understand what you say. Ha ha, that's funny. No, I have I- your cocaine, but I'm my cocaine. <laughs> I Marty, see the mix up here. Marty, I have your cocaine. Get over here. <laughs> Who's this? I have your cocaine. Don't Ex- worry about it. Excuse me, Mr. Nicholson. I don't believe we've met. My name is Michael Caine. You may know me from my 1987 film, George the Revenge. Did you see that picture in the theaters? All I'm saying is, no. he keeps saying he has Michael Caine. And I'm, I'm Excuse me, I'm Michael Caine. I'm feeling as dry as the, the mouth. The, uh, something about the, the line you read. Anyway, who cares? Sorry. Listen, I'm here to present an award. The award for best actress in a film. <clears throat> a category that I'm most familiar with. <laughs> because I'm an actor and I work opposite actresses. Because they're not the same. Actresses are not actors. And I want you all to understand that. So, the, the, nominees, the nominees for Best Actress are for Rebecca, the mother of the baby. No, that's incorrect. Well, I think you I'm sorry. Incur- I'm sorry. sorry. Michael Caine is getting to my head. <laughs> Here, take another bump of Michael Caine. I found it. Oh, yes. This, this will get me excited for my upcoming film, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, with Steve Martin this year. Anyway, the first nominee is Rebecca, Tom Selleck's girlfriend. Well, he's, um, he's charming, he's sweet, he's very thoughtful. He's sort of boyishly handsome, but he has got the most amazing... Thank you, Rebecca! Oh, <laughs> now I understand why Steve Gutenberg was awarded the best actor for that little part right there. Oh, thank you, Rebecca. And... The second nominee for Best Actress is Mary, the baby. Wow. What a performance. And finally... And finally, for Best Actress, we have... Sylvia, the mother of the baby. Hello, my, Hello, my darling. It's your mummy. Yes, it's your mummy. You're very beautiful. <clears throat> so touching. All right. Boys in the booth. Wow. Oh, my God. To get a shout out from... Michael Caine. Sir Michael Caine. Is he a Kane. sir at this point? I, I don't know. know. But, but, but honor, I didn't even know anybody was aware of us here. <laughs> Let's hope, I just only hope he doesn't go rogue, automatically pick Sylvia because she's also British. British. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. He might do that. We'll see what happens. Anything could happen at the dandies. I got to say, you know, in terms of acting, I mean, Mary may put in the most convincing 
performance. She does. As a screaming, whining baby. And as a cute little fun baby. Well, Rebecca has... <laughs> okay, the thing about Mary is this. There's something about Mary, I, you know, there, there really is. Because... <laughs> um, although she's a baby, you, you can say, yeah, a baby does what a baby does. Cries, poops, smiles, laughs. Uh, brings joy into the hearts of uh, old people, young people, everybody. But there's a couple key moments that I think she really shines. One, the Jesse, Sally, Jesse, Raphael on the TV when mm-hmm. Gutenberg plays that, mm-hmm. she shuts up. Yeah. That's takes, I mean, she could have been crying through the whole thing. No, she convincingly is uh, <laughs> watching that. She watching and that show. She's talking about like orgasms or yeah, something. Which yeah, which Gutenberg yeah. automatically assumes is going to go into the baby's head. Yeah, like, again, well, the baby Gutenberg is horny. A, I think yeah. the baby is horny. <laughs> Gutenberg just being a dumbass again. But uh, there's also a great moment when uh, there's some city sounds and the baby wakes up and she's sleeping on her stomach. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they jump up. Yeah, they yes. jump up to close the window. Yeah, the baby's like, huh? She she huh? turns around and yeah. it's the funniest I think yeah. in the whole movie in yeah. my mind. Uh. She works well. I mean, she clearly takes great uh, notes. Uh, <laughs> but can we she award? She cries on cue. Can the Academy award a best actress to two actresses? The Dan Dadamo. It's, it's half the work. That's right. I didn't think about that. Right. We uh, don't know which baby was what because they're twins and they look exactly the same. And they're probably not present to receive the award anyway. So. Right. So we don't. You know, we. I, I, that's a. That's a little bit of a, a tricky thing. We don't know mm-hmm. how we can a- award that category. Mm. Well, what about uh, Sylvia, the mother? Sylvia is very convincing as a as a kind of a reckless woman as uh-huh. a. But she's just not in the picture a lot, you know. And no. if if Danson is going to get deterred for that, then I, you know, I, it's only fair that she does too. I guess. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I don't know. But uh, you know, I think that. Uh, British accent really does bring some greatness to the film. It's, it feels too American. That's the thing about this movie. It feels too so American. So you're saying she's an American actress who's doing a British accent to make the film better? Because yes. if that's the case, then that's... I don't know. Honestly, I don't know, but I feel like it's not <laughs> that authentic of a British accent that she could be an American or Canadian. I don't know. Uh, yeah, and then Rebecca. Oh, my God. What can we say about Rebecca? She's got the spunk. She's got the, uh, 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 she, she does, a, she has a great giggle. She's mm-hmm. a great kisser. Um, great clothing. Very, uh, forward thinking. Yes. Woman. Yeah. Yeah. W- woman. They have such a, uh, you know, a great setup going, the two of them. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, she does great stuff. Listen, I'm pulling for the baby. I- I'm going to say right now, I think the baby is one of the best baby actors I've seen <laughs> In any film. Because it looks like she's truly interested in the TV at that moment. <laughs> and uh, she smiles. She does like little giggles. She's very, yeah, she's great. Certainly has the most screen time. Of, of most the, screen time. Uh, of and actresses. screen time. And, yep. And to be that young and not let the cameras get to you, let the fame get to you and like just do a, put in a poor performance. No, she's excited to be there. She does a great job. I hear that baby's already in rehab though. Really? Which one? Ooh. So only one of the babies. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. That's going to be heartbreaking for the twin. Yep. Mm. Well, um, well, there is a lot of heroin and cocaine around here. <laughs> so yeah, not yeah. the best setting for the baby. <laughs> no. And the heroin was in her diaper. So yeah. what do you think, Danny? Did you put in your opinion here? 
You know, I <laughs> I love Rebecca so much. I, I I really do. Her performance, just what what she brings to the table, what she brings to Tom Selleck's performance, and but again, I think I've been swayed by. Yeah. Uh, by, you by know you what she brings here. to I the mean, table? Not a dish, not a a food dish, because she's a working woman and she doesn't have to do that. Uh, roles have changed. She's not a traditional woman. Mm-hmm. She's having a waiter bring something to the table. That's right. What she brings to the table is class. Yeah. Uh, professionalism. Elegance. Elegance. Grace. Sexuality. Oof. Mm-hmm. Sexiness. Ah, I love hotness. that scene with them in bed when she's like, can you sing me to sleep because I can't sleep? Like, yeah, she's, she's ribbing him. him. She's yeah. ribbing uh, Selleck. Yeah. yeah. She's flaunting Jan in his face. Yeah. Like, I got this dude. I got this. I don't need you. I got this dude. I got that yawn dick. <laughs> it's yawn as fuck. <laughs> but having said that, you guys are right about Mary. And at this point, I'm, 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 I'm pulling for There her. is something about that Mary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, all right, yeah. let's cut back to uh, Michael Caine and see. Uh, hopefully he won't go rogue here. Hello, it's me, Michael Caine. Now, Marty, don't you t- don't say anything over there. Don't, don't. I see those eyebrows up, and I know what that means. Eyebrows up, words go down. All right, here we go. I open the envelope. Please come see my next picture uh, that will come out after Dirty Rotten Scoundrels Cold, uh, without a clue, where I play Mr. Sherlock Holmes alongside Mr. Ben Kingsley. And uh, this envelope, you both have- you both play Sherlock Holmes. Yes, we both play. Mr. Sherlock Holmes. I play Sherlock when he's doing heroin. And Ben plays him when he's doing the crime solving. All right. Now, let's move on. The winner for best actress goes to... Mary, the baby. Hmm. I don't agree with this because of a lack of accent, but really I don't know what nationality is, so I'm just shut up. And that baby, there's supposed to be two here. One is already in rehab, I hear. The other one can't come up on stage because she's asleep. So, I'll take this award on her behalf. All right. Goodbye. Oh, that's right. We have one more song for you to play. It's... Oh, we have... What do we have here? We have Mr. Ted Danson, Mr. Tom Selleck, and Steve Gutenberg to come out on stage to perform for you. Good night, sweetheart. Do 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 yo do. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Do 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 yo do. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Do 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 do. I hate to leave you, but I really must say, good night, sweetheart. Good night. Wow, what a performance here by uh, by our three actors. It's weird that they left the party backstage to come out and sing that song, but I'm glad that they did. Um, yeah, they even included some like baby sound effects in their performance too. <laughs> I which think is they had the heroin baby out from rehab. Oh, they did. I, <laughs> Satellite, I missed that. yeah, actually, I, uh, <laughs> I missed that. Okay, I don't know how I missed yeah. that. Okay, uh, Doctor Drew Satellite uh, SN <laughs> to get us some baby live baby. Um, anyway, wow. And now, to introduce the final category, best song, Mr. Bruce Springsteen, Mr. Barry Gibb, and Mr. Michael McDonald. Hello, hey Bruce, 
Barry Gill, hey Barry Gill, what's up Barry Gill? Barry, Barry! It's such an honor to be with you guys tonight. Hi, you are two of my favorite musicians. We're from different genres, but I still like your work. I'm a, I take a look in the mirror Cat dancing in the dark Bruce, do you think we could work together? Can we ever work together, Bruce Springsteen? Oh, I was working in the factory <coughs> If you want to join arms and work with me, Michael And Barry in the factory Was there a screen door slamming after you left home? Screen door slams Mary the baby cries <coughs> Let's do it. How, do, how about we, uh I forgot what we were doing up here yeah. You keep forgetting that We're doing something I keep forgetting what we're doing up here We're just staying alive, staying alive Giving awards out Running Cause baby we were born to The first, here's the first nominee. Boys will be boys. Gloria Stefan. Boys will be boys. By Gloria Stefan. The next one is Daddy's Girl. Used to be Daddy's Girl. Don't remember the artist who sings this song. <laughs> it's not written on the cue cards. <laughs> Something happened, baby, in my life. The minute I saw you, the minute I saw you. And the last nominee is. We're gonna sing it together. Do 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 do. They just <laughs> took over the stage and Jesus just Christ. really made it their own night. Oh my god! Can't believe god. Michael McDonald uh, forgot uh, the singer of Daddy's Girl. Yeah, yeah, it's Peter Cetera, obviously. <laughs> it's obviously Peter Cetera. Wow, I mean, jeez, that oh was an god. honor. Whoa, but jeez, guys, so many stars in the building. I'd like to give. I gotta, a, put, I gotta put my shades on because <laughs> these sh these stars are shining bright tonight. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> You know, I got it. Before we talk about Ooh. the rest of the, the nominations, um, 
you know, shout out to composer Marvin Hamlish for, you know, putting in some great uh, music in the, in the mm-hmm. score. Yeah. I loved it. Um, you know, uh, this is, this is a tough one yeah, for me I, I because, the, but I was at the record store and I see that it wasn't ever released on, on, on uh, vinyl. vinyl I, I hope that they do it next year though. Yeah, me too. I really hope so. <laughs> um, so this is, this is a tricky category. You know, there's a lot of humor in some of these songs for me, but I, I think this is going to be a runaway for uh, Gloria Estefan and the Miami Sound Machine for Boys Will Be Boys. You know, it's it's tough to deny essentially the theme song uh, of this movie, you know, mm-hmm. when you talk and about of this award show and <laughs> also of this. Yeah. Of our booth special. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's tough to deny whoa, that. Whoa, whoa. We're in a theater, you know, John Wilkes booth. That's, you know, careful. Ooh. Ooh. Remember what country you're in right now. God, maybe Sensitive I sh- issue. Maybe I should take it to the streets. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what song uh, conveys the message of the movie more than boys will be boys, bad, bad, bad boys, or bad boys turn good? And I think uh, the song is the best. Personally. Yeah. What about you? We said that, right? Yeah. I think you we said all that. said that. All right. Yeah. Because the other songs suck. Yeah. The so, other songs <laughs> They're just kind of funny. Good Night, Sweetheart's very memorable moment in, in the, the movie. movie. Yes. Is it the best song? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, let's see how the Dan Dadami. It's too old. That's the 50s. We're in the 80s right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's cut back to our presenters and see, see what happened. I see you guys in the audience looking at this envelope. Wondering what the winner gonna be And I will tell you right away And you come to me to announce the winner Take it away, Mr. Bruce, yeah Take it, Bruce Who is gonna win? Take it, Bruce Gloria! Gloria! The bitter hours of Gloria! 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 We're gonna accept this award on behalf of Gloria because she's backstage at the heroin party. I love cocaine. I love cocaine and heroin, baby, yeah. Marry the baby. I love cocaine with Mary. What? That's right. And now, as our three final presenters get ushered off the stage, we'd like to say a big thank you to all of the uh, all of the winners and nominees tonight. You know, we'll be back later in the year. When we, uh, after we do the next couple of movies for the Dandy Awards, we're going to come back and we're going to have all the winners of tonight face off against winners from other movies and see who wins. Who wins. (laughs) (laughs) Right, guys? Because they'll win and win again. Right. In the past tense. So, (laughs) that's it. What a great job. Hey, it's been great uh, doing this with you guys. So many stars again. I can't keep, I can't. Leave. We got so many stars tonight. I just can't believe all these stars are still alive, considering all the drugs they're doing. I know. All, yeah. all the time. It's, it's really... gonna be. It's gonna be a rough night and morning yeah. tomorrow for everybody. Yeah. But that's what you get at the first annual Dandy Awards. Yeah. So signing off as the Cinnamon Host Bunch, mm-hmm. I'm Brandy, 
I'm Serial Brandy. I'm Dirty Danny. Kill Jack. And I'm Davey. Kill Jack. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.